you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. everyone and welcome back to here for the right reasons us weekly's bachelor podcast i am your host sarah heron and i have one of my favorites a returning guest elise from colton season of the bachelor we are going to recap this week's episode of bachelor in paradise elise how are you I'm good. It's an early morning here, but I'm happy to be here. Yes, we're doing this nice and early. Um, So forgive us for any um, name mix-ups or anything. This episode didn't totally stimulate the brain, but we're going to figure it out. It it sure didn't. (laughs) How have you been feeling overall about this season of Paradise? Because up until this episode, I've been quite entertained. It has certainly been entertaining. I don't know if I've been... I think I've been emotionally invested in a lot of the nuanced stories and not necessarily the love stories yet. So I'm hoping that maybe like next week and the week after we'll see it. Like, like Noah and Abigail, where are they? Becca and Thomas, where are they? (laughs) And I kind of feel like they're not, if they're, the couple is doing okay, they're not showing them. So I'm not really invested. Noah and Abigail are so interesting specifically because I feel like there's always couples that they kind of keep in the background because they're like solid but we did see them kind of have a little bit of a you know a hiccup when Abigail wasn't sure if she should be exploring other relationships I think it was more so that she felt like she was doing paradise wrong because she wasn't going on like other dates than about Noah but I also feel like whenever we see them they look kind of cute in the background but I don't know anything about their relationship and it's kind of frustrating <laughs> I don't know anything about them in general. Yeah. <laughs> Not even just about their relationship, but I think as you see people go on dates, you get to know a little bit about like their personality, their backstory, um, and what their like expectations are for this season or for like relationships. Mm-hmm. Couldn't tell you a darn thing about any of them. <laughs> no, and he said in this week, I feel like he was talking at least to the camera about potentially dropping an album. And I was like, oh, we're in love. I didn't know. Yeah, the only thing I know about them is sometimes I catch them in the background stealing a smooch, but that's about it. (laughs) And it's also interesting because to go back to the beginning of this episode, the Kendall, Joe, Serena of it all, which there's a lot to talk about there. But the one thing especially is like Joe being so open about his breakup with Kendall being over Chicago and like the location where he wants to live. And that makes me think about, okay, well, does that mean Serena's going to live in Chicago? Like there's a lot of real life implications there. Whereas Mm -hmm. with someone like Noah and Abigail... We, I don't even know where they live. <laughs> like, have they talked about that? Like, we have no idea. 
do they know each other's favorite color? We don't know anything. Nothing. And we even saw like Abigail or um, Joe and Serena exchange last names. I thought that was such a funny real moment a few weeks ago. Like these people go on the show and you see their name on Instagram maybe, but do you even know how to pronounce it? Like that was kind of real. It felt very real. Yeah, those conversations definitely happen. I mean, I was never in paradise, but I remember even on my season, I'm like, what's his middle name? Like, <laughs> there's like fundamental things I feel like I should know about this person that I don't. Yeah, that is so the middle name of it all. It's like they propose and you sometimes you see like people will say their full name. It's like, do they know it? Did they not say it? Because they don't know it. Like, I feel like that's a joke that comes every year on paradise yeah. specifically. Um, but like I said, this week's episode, we picked up with Kendall, Joe and Serena um, do you know Kendall at all? I don't. I mean, we've messaged each other randomly on Instagram here and there, but I've never gotten the opportunity to meet her. Um, but wow, did my heart hurt for her this yeah. episode. That was really tough. Um, I mean, we saw from the moment, it was kind of interesting the way they aired this because it seemed like her first episode a couple weeks ago, she was very much it kind of almost hinted like they're for Joe, still in love with Joe, but then they kind of dropped that and it was like, seemed like she was doing okay. We saw her with Ivan. We saw her kind of, you know, adjust and we would see Joe, Serena and Kendall like sitting on the same couch. Like it seemed like things were okay. And then when she saw them kissing, I don't know if it was just like the straw that broke the camel's back or if it all the feelings came back, but that was, that was tough. It was definitely tough to watch. And the thing is I can't, in my life, I try to like watch the show and compare my reaction to like a similar situation. But how do you compare that? Um, where there you're watching like your ex fall in love in the exact same place you did. That's really, really bizarre. Cause like, you know, you're dating, you have your restaurant you go to and you're th- like, I can't even imagine. And even if maybe in the outside world, her feelings of like love and admiration for Joe are one thing to watch that be recreated, like your entire story be recreated with another girl in the leading role position. Yeah, I would probably lose my shit too. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really sad and it was interesting because I couldn't really tell as a viewer, and I don't know Kendall either. I've interviewed her once or twice. She's super nice. Um, but like, is it's hard to figure out what her, not motivation, because I'm not saying she had like an agenda, but why why was she there? Was she there? Because she wasn't sure she wanted to maybe give Joe another chance. Did that just happen when she got there? I'm so interested to know if they knew each other was coming. I feel like we're like not getting the full story, but even Joe didn't seem like he knew the full story either. Like there was something missing they should have talked about before they were on the beach. Yeah, there was maybe a conversation that needed to be had, but I think it would be a little naive to think that Kendall didn't know Joe was going to be there. And that was part of at least the intrigue of going of seeing like what could be reunited but also I mean one thing could be true the other thing could be true she could also have been open until Mm -hmm. she was watching it play out in front of her yeah that's true and I think I really like Ivan just from what I've seen on tv at least so far he looks like he may have some issues next week which can't wait but I was really rooting for those two and I feel like Ivan just keeps getting like almost in a relationship and then bam something bad happens to him Poor sweet boy Ivan. I got the opportunity to meet him recently, and he is really, really sweet. Um, he almost just kind of comes off as like this, like innocent little teddy bear. When in reality, you know, we saw in Tasha's season, he's gone through some hard times in his life. So I was kind of rooting for him going into this season, and he is—he is striking out. He is, and he's so cute. He seems like an obvious 
choice. I think now it's just like, it's so late in the game that anything that happens, it's almost like hard to take seriously. But I really am confused why Ivan hasn't found his match. And I thought Kendall would be a great way to, you know, keep her around and have that whole, like everyone move on. But it was just clear that she couldn't handle it. And I get it. And I think it made sense that she left. And I really think that what I loved about this whole storyline or watching it is that Serena never really talked badly, at least we didn't see, about Kendall. And Kendall didn't make it about Serena. It, like, they, they seemed to respect each other, at least what they showed. And if I'm Serena watching that, I feel okay with how Joe handled that. Like, he comforted her to a point, but he looked uncomfortable comforting her. Like, I feel like it went as well as it could. I don't think anyone could watch this season and feel like Joe's been deceptive in any way. Um, he just comes off uncomfortable and every situation in my opinion even like saying like I'm falling in love with you he's like so you want to say it first (laughs) but when he was dealing with Kendall there was sincerity to it but also I think he very well like navigated like respecting boundaries for Serena's gonna see this not only potentially right in front of her but also on TV and he was comforting her like you said but didn't cross any boundaries that would you know, if they're watching this as maybe a couple, that yeah. she would look back and feel anything but respect for how he handled it. I totally agree. And I think even in the moment when he went, there was definitely a change in his demeanor when he was talking to Kendall. He was a little uncomfortable. He was trying to get through it, be supportive. They clearly had a strong relationship at one point. He thinks it's over. He feels bad that she does it, but he like made it clear that he does. He just wasn't trying to lead her on. And then when he went back to Serena, he seemed a little calmer, like they were like on the bed, whatever. And she, I mean, again, maybe they just didn't show it because it's hard for me. Now, this is like such a stereotype. She's like 23 years old. She came from the Matt James caddy season and she's handling this so lovely. And it's such a, I'm pleasantly so surprised. I don't know her. So I guess I shouldn't have assumed she wouldn't, but I just feel like on this show, you'd think that maybe they would like get her worked up and be like down with Kendall. But I'm really impressed with the way she's handling the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, props to Joe, but more so, I think it's, like you said, a really great example of, like, you don't always have to blame the quote-unquote other woman in the picture, (laughs) and Kendall certainly isn't the other woman. She's just someone from his past, but they can have respect for each other and try to navigate this as best as possible, and I think we've seen it. Yeah, I think so, too, and the the only dagger was at the end of the episode when Joe did say, the first time on the show meant a lot to me, but this time means a little more. And I know he was saying it for Serena, but if I'm kind of watching that, oh, that hurts. That hurts. I, I just hope she's not watching it. I yeah. hope she's just out, you know, learning about animals, <laughs> doing her normal Kendall things. Yeah. I really hope for her own sake that when she left that beach, it was done and she's not watching any of this. I don't think she's been doing much promoting of it. So hopefully that's, I mean, how could you not though? Like when you... We're on The Bachelor. You're not going to not watch it. Some people don't. I would have a hard time with that. But I guess you did live it. And this special, I mean, she watched it before. She knows how it goes. She probably knows this is going to be like front and center at some point on certain episodes because it's, I mean, good television. Yeah. Um, Little John is here. What are you thinking (laughs) of the the guest hosts? Um, I like the concept of having like different hosts. I I'm, this might not be public opinion, but I kind of get lost in it. Like they, are they giving them like a briefing beforehand of like, here's the couples, here's what's going on. Because there's something to be said about like when Tasha and Claire did the past season, 
where they know what's happening and can kind of talk to people a little bit more on a deeper level about what's going on and like empathize with them that, you know, if you have a new host every week, they don't know these people as well. I can't do that. So I find it entertaining as far as like the comedy aspect and keeping things light, but as far as helping the contestants navigate this, yeah, no, that part's missing for me. Yeah, I agree. I think that Lance Bass did a pretty good job of like getting involved. I don't know if he just, he studied better than everybody else or if he genuinely knows everyone on the show better. Um, But I think Wells just does such a good job that instead of calling them hosts, they could have had them there to host a date, like, you know, have them show up and it's like, oh, for some reason, little John is here. He's a fan. The same way they do on The Real Show, or on The Real Show, on The Bachelor, Bachelorette. But I think Wells, I mean, we saw him comforting Kendall. I just feel like he does such a great job because he knows what it's like to be a contestant. He's been on the show. He's been in paradise for so many seasons. He gets how it all kind of, because it's similar every year. And I think they should just have him do it. Like, it doesn't really make sense. I agree. 100%. I agree. Wells for host. That's my vote. Wells for host. And I feel like he would do it. Like, he's definitely, like, down to keep – he shows up on The Bachelor and Bachelorette, like, every season. He's behind the bar. Like, he's clearly in on The Bachelor Nation gig. They just got to show some respect on Wells' name and give him the job. <laughs> I completely agree. Like, why are we sleeping? The bartender is the best therapist in real life. So yeah. he'd probably be the best therapist and host on this show. I always wonder how much, he, how many like drinks he actually has to make too. Like, I'm sure they bring in somebody else. Like, is this like, at this point, is he like a, you see there the whole time? I guess you'd want to watch it all play out. But like, well, I mean, he, they got to like, you know, they have to have like a other real. A I just want to know his schedule. Like, does he wake up at like 8 p.m.? Because we all know these things go so late. Right. He's like, all right, 8 p.m. Time to start serving cocktails because I'll be up till five. <laughs> no way. But yeah, I, I wonder too. Um, but he brings on Ed and Damar. You know him. You know Damar, right? Yeah, I do. So I um, recently met Damar and we've watched the show together a couple of times. He's just a gem of a person. I don't know if you've ever gone to a spin class. Oh. I've gone to one, not his. The amount of energy that it, it takes to do those classes, that's how he presents in real life. So I was so excited to see him on the show because um, he is a ball of energy and he's just positive, super fun. Um but I don't know how well this is going to go for him coming in this late. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard when you come in this late. I think it was, they brought good energy. It was kind of similar to the um, Chasen, um, Chris, Bash brothers or smoke show bros. Way less cringy. I think it was more so that other people like Aaron were giving commentary on their friendship and physique and all that and not Damar and Ed, which was a nice change of pace. <laughs> yes, true. They weren't complimenting themselves. Yeah. They let somebody else say they have, I mean, everyone has some, the, the, the bodies this season are out of control. These guys are jacked. I don't know what quarantine they all went through, but I did not have the same outcome. <laughs> My waistline. They, they were maybe end goal, like hopefully when I get out of this, I'll, you know, get to go in paradise, make a check. Or like they had it on the brain because they all look great. That's, that's, a, and the girls too. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that was not my experience in quarantine, but good on them. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Good on them. Um, we see Ed ask Natasha, which is nice. I mean, I love Natasha. She's obviously been through a lot. If I were her, I'd probably just be so over this, and I don't know if I could do it again. But then by the end, they seem to have a little something. I don't know. It's hard to, like, think about it when it's this late, but, you know, they did the naked painting. They're making out by the end. What have you thought of this whole Natasha in Paradise drama? 
I want her to leave. And I don't say that in a mean way. I want her to have that kind of Hannah B moving the podium kind of moment of like, hey, I did this. It didn't, I came with like the best intentions I can in this situation. It didn't work out for me. So I'm going to go. And I think we'd all like praise and understand her for that. I, I would be sad to see it this late in the game if she just stays to stay um, because she's been kind of, in my opinion, one of the like stars of this season um, with how she's handled things and spoken up for herself. And I hope that that's going to be her exit strategy as well because I don't see her in Ed. You know, I don't either. I think, I'm sure it's lovely, like, and it's a compliment, you know, like, everyone's coming down on the beach now. You had Dr. Joe last week, they asked out Natasha. I, you also wonder, like, you know, how much I, I asked, I've asked contestants before, and they say they don't really know, like, the, the producers, whoever's, like, waiting in the hotel room, they say, like, you know, they'll ask them, like, every day, like, oh, who are you interested in? Or, like, they'll kind of hint, like, oh, well, you might want to, like, think outside the box, like, they might be taken, but you, they don't, like, totally tell you. But it's it's interesting that, you know, Dr. Joe came down, now Ed came down, and they're asking out Natasha. I think she's beautiful, but it's also just for the storyline, like, oh, she's on another date. Like, it's like, seems like the goal is just to get Natasha someone now. And if I agree. I think that maybe if I were her, I'd probably want to get out of there just because she's been through so much emotionally. She doesn't know at the time she's going to come out on top. You know, she's, she's killing right. it. But like, I don't know. I, I don't really see it with that either. <laughs> yeah, I don't see them, you know, making this work. However... If it were me, I'd be wondering when all these people are coming down and asking me on dates, I'd be going, is this like a sympathy thing? Which she, uh, I want to make this very clear. Natasha is gorgeous and so worthy of finding somebody. I've not gotten the opportunity to meet her, but like, I just enjoy even following her on Instagram. Yeah. Um, but she's just beautiful and so sweet and just good natured that like, she doesn't, it's okay if paradise didn't work and the guys that were on this season didn't work for you. Like you'll find that person, but go like, go out as like the queen. We all know she is. I agree. I hope, I hope that ship hasn't sailed because it might've been the last pro ceremony, but either way, I mean, she's great. And I think that it's been interesting to watch and watch this whole Piper and Brendan thing um, unfold. Do you think that Piper and Brendan just as a viewer, have any shot after everything that went down? Well, here's the thing. Misery loves company, right? So mm-hmm. they could be commiserating together. I don't even know if that's a word, but it's six <laughs> in the morning, so it's a word today. It would certainly put some pressure on a new relationship, or I guess we don't really know how new it really was. Yeah. Um, I think that they certainly deserved some <clears throat> constructive feedback, I think that obviously sometimes on social media, things get a little or way out of hand. And I've seen mm-hmm. that directed towards both of them. Um, so hopefully, whether it's romantic or not, I hope that they're finding some support and like empathy for each other while they're going through this. But I can't imagine starting a relationship when you feel like the world is um, trying to crucify you online. Yeah, it's, you're right. It could either push them together because they only those two really know what happened before, what happened during, and how they're handling it after. Or it's like, okay, everybody hates us. Why would we want to be out and about? Like, it, it's either going to make or break for sure. I think um, one of my coworkers talked to her at Fashion Week like a week ago, and she kind of implied they were still talking, but it wasn't 
they're figuring things out. So it'll be interesting because that's also a weird one. Like they come out on Instagram, like, okay, we made it. Like, look at this cute selfie. And then people will probably be insane in their comments. So, I mean, I don't think they can really win, to be honest. You know, and I just, here's the thing. Everybody sees themselves on TV and sees things they don't like about themselves, myself included. Maybe it doesn't actually air, but you know what happened behind the scenes. <laughs> um, and it can be a learning tool for sure. Cause how often in your life are you really <laughs> sharing what you look like in the mirror to the entire public? Um, but hopefully, hopefully if they are still a couple, they'll be able to navigate things a little bit gracefully going forward. Yeah. Um, but there's a new season that comes and this will be old news. That's true. You just got to wait out your, your Bachelor Nation scandal. I think that's definitely fair. Um, we kind of, Chelsea is kind of in a love rectangle situation. I saw she tweeted it was funny because when Aaron and um, Ivan start fighting, Damar's in the background. So she's like, <laughs> guy I went on a date with, guy I kissed 30 minutes ago, guy I got rose from, and they're all like, whatever. And they're accusing each other of quote unquote rose hunting. Um, I struggle with Aaron. I feel like he maybe has been rose hunting this whole time. So then for him to turn on Ivan and accuse him of rose, they seem to be, it's like kind of like pot calling, not that they're bad people, but as far as the game name of the game, it's kind of like pot calling the kettle black. Like who doesn't want a rose? They both just want to stick around. I think, I don't know how much it is about their connections with Chelsea. And I think that's, you can tell because in the fight, they didn't bring up really Chelsea. They were talking about the rose from what we saw. Agreed. And here's the thing. I believed two seconds with Ivan and Chelsea more than I did. I don't think she saw Ivan as my take watching is maybe she didn't think Ivan was even interested in her. Mm -hmm. And then so she kind of, you know, I'm going to get ahead of this and like kind of friend zoned him a little bit. And she even said that like, hey, buddy, or something along yeah. those lines. And he was like, yeah, no, I'm attracted to you. And she's like, oh, just kidding. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make out and hold hands. Yeah. Um, there was a certain like comfort and giddiness there that I believed a lot more than I did her and Aaron. Yeah. Um, I kind of honestly, no offense, my boy Damar, but their date didn't, uh, didn't move me or in Tio's words, didn't make my vagina tingle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, But I do think um, her and Ivan were actually kind of cute. So we'll see what happens. But Aaron just wants to be mad all the time at everybody. Magic Spoon is a brand new, low-carb, high-protein cereal with zero grams of sugar. Recently, I've been attempting to cut down on unhealthy foods, and Magic Spoon tastes exactly like your favorite childhood cereals, but it's free of all the nasty things, so it's a great addition to my morning routine. Magic Spoon cereals have zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net carbs in each serving, and only 140 calories per serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. The variety pack comes in your favorite classic flavors, including cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. Go to Magic Spoon slash Right Reason to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code Right Reason at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash Right Reason and use our code Right Reason to save $5 off. Thank you to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. 
This episode is brought to you by Apostrophe. Are you like me, someone who has spent a lot of money on a cabinet full of skin treatments but has no idea what to do with half of them? Apostrophe makes it easy to see a board-certified dermatologist online. You'll be treated right away, and the medications will be delivered to your home. It's truly amazing. Simply complete Apostrophe's online questionnaire about your skin troubles and medical history, then take a few selfies, and your dermatologist will send you a customized treatment plan. We have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash right reasons when you use our code right reasons. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash right reasons and click begin visit. Then use our code right reasons at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's A P O S T R O P H E dot com slash right reasons and use that code right reasons to get your dermatology visit and save $15. And we thank Apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. He gets, he goes where he reverts to name calling very quickly, whether it was stuff with Tammy. Now, um, obviously, he hates Thomas, we know. Um, and then this, he's calling him a bitch boy, a bitch bag, a bitch But he just, like, could not, he can't handle himself. And while part of it's funny, another part of me is like, dude, you need to relax. Like, this is a television show. Like, calling people your mortal enemies and immediately snapping, especially when he was, like, coming for Tammy and stuff, that's not cool. Him and Ivan, it, it's interesting. I think we'll see more of how it plays out. Um, and they're also teasing whatever happened when they weren't on the show, which I tweeted the second this whole storm thing happened. I was one, like this episode is so boring. They kept this in because they wanted, you know, drama. And it was over so quick. I was like, we don't find out that somebody hooked up with somebody else's somebody while they weren't on the show. I'm going to be so mad they wasted our time with this. But who do you think it is? Because I, when I watched that little clip, I went, Oh, something happened. Like someone was sneaking out of their hotel room, which I don't know how you get away with that with producers around. Like teach me your ways. But (laughs) is it Chelsea or is it somebody else? I I know if it's Ivan and Chelsea, I don't think it is just because she seems so surprised when he, like you said, with the whole buddy comment. And if it's not them, then Ivan might be in some hot water. (laughs) Like here's my, okay. I know nothing. I really don't. But when I watched it, I felt the same way. Like Chelsea seemed genuinely surprised when he saw her as an option that I wonder, Kendall left when? You don't just get a flight out usually right away. Could he have like creepy crawled over to Kendall's room to console her? Ooh, I like that theory. If she was still in the hotel? Because I mean, she's not flying out in the middle of a storm. Right. So is she still there? That's a good one. Wow, I didn't think about that. And also, I assume there's only so many places they could bring all of these people. So they're probably all close to each other, whether it's Kendall who just left if she hadn't been on her flight yet or the group they just evacuated. But like, imagine sitting in your hotel room wondering like, should I be like still playing the game here? Or like, is paradise shut down? Like, I feel like that was probably a mind in their head of like, if I'm Tia, for example, who kind of is in, like, two relationships, or Chelsea, who is, like, still trying to figure it out, like, are you trying to go see the person you're seeing? Are you hoping that nobody's, like, doing something behind your back? Like, I wonder if they were, like, all chill about it, or if they, like, were on edge, like, what's going on that I don't know, because I'm, like, stuck in my hotel room, but it's everybody else following the rules. Well, I can, I can tell you, I don't think Kenny would be following the rules. <laughs> but I don't know. At a taco place. <laughs> but yeah, my... My initial thought was, okay, there's a storm going. Kendall might not, because you never know the actual timeline of how these things go down. Yeah. 
but that's the only other person besides Chelsea I can think of. So I don't, I don't know, but I'm excited to see like who did what in the hotel room. It's like a game of Clue. <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's it's totally a game of Clue, and it's like unaired um, footage. I hope we get like maybe like grainy like video footage of like somebody sneaking into somebody's room that they weren't supposed to. You know that show is like they're not stupid. They probably had eyes everywhere, so they found out they had you know they had to get Wells in there to bring it up, and it's Ivan who's being confronted in the in the commercial. But maybe Ivan knows what happened but it wasn't even him like this the, the trailers always get you um but I'm I'm fascinated and I think it's a nice little curve and I guess that's why we need three hours next week because I can't imagine why else we would no I certainly can't either um because this episode like I said was a little dull um but I'm still just sticking with my theory just because it makes me interested yeah and I, I I'm agreeing with you that I am probably a hundred percent incorrect that maybe he's just the truth teller of somebody else's shenanigans uh-huh. but I like my little game of clue I have going in my head of like what room did Ivan go into <laughs> I hope that's what it is I really do I think that that's very interesting and I think Ivan like I said he seems like such a nice guy it's, it's he's been had an interesting arc on the show that I didn't necessarily see coming I kind of thought going into the season I thought he was going to be a hot commodity which I guess he's been on a lot of dates and I thought Serena P was going to be like the bachelorette of paradise like everybody interested in her and I didn't see the her and Joe getting so serious so fast I think that was a shock to everyone themselves included (laughs) yeah and it's cute but it's just like I then I go back to you know she's she's like 23 and from Canada she moving to Chicago either but they're cute on the show so who am I to rain on their parade who knows and I think, um, to bring it up, she's 23, you said? hmm But she's handled herself and this Kendall situation with the grace of someone much older than, than she, her actual age. Yeah. Um, before the season started, I feel like you, you had maybe, you were hearing stuff about what was going down. Is this season playing out the way you thought it would at all? Or is there any, like, huge surprises? Um... I didn't know a ton. I had heard, you know, from friends, certain little whisperings here and there, but it's really interesting to see how it's playing out on TV where like you might've heard something was explosive, but yet I'm hearing this from people that are getting off the beach. And when you're in that environment, all of your emotions are heightened. So someone could be like, I don't like your hair today. And you're like, they hate me. <laughs> they absolutely hate me. And they said this wild thing about me. Um, so it's, it's just interesting to see not only like the edit and maybe, maybe they left something out in favor of a certain contestant or storyline or are all of my friends just overly emotional? <laughs> we just have to, I, I look, probably a little bit of both. Yeah, probably, it's one of those things, it's like high school where it feels like, like life is over, but then looking back, you're like, oh, wow, I was right. I mean, on that show, when there's nothing else to do but be freaking out about the beach, I'm sure it's the same thing as being on The Bachelor. Like, you, you think everything is the end of the world. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I was watching Tia's stories last night, and she was kind of explaining why she because it kind of came out of nowhere when she was going after Blake but she was explaining like I was really upset about my dad all day um thinking about like I'm spending time away from my family and for those that don't know like Tia's dad is is going through cancer right now and I can't imagine um just from going that through that with my sister how incredibly hard that would be and yeah your emotions might come out in ways you don't anticipate even if it's not about the person that's directly in front of you um so she was explaining that. I went, oh, yeah, that makes total sense. Whereas when you watch it on TV, you're like, 
honey, like it's okay. You've known this boy for a day. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the Tia James Blake quote unquote triangle, if we want to call it that, because I love Tia. I think she's been a really breath of fresh air on the show. And I think a huge part of it is because she's from a couple seasons ago. She's she's older. She's She is just funny in general. But a lot of these girls, they're not similar, but I don't, I don't really feel like I know them because of like the way they edited Max season and everything was kind of a little wonky and they kind of, you know, came off a little mean in my opinion. And mm-hmm. Tia just seems like so funny. And this whole debate of, you know, James and the vagina dance and Blake and her heart. And it was just really, she just comes off very endearing. But yes, then it turned a little confusing about not making an effort. And, and James seemed confused. And I just wondered if maybe it was, you know, they got back from the hotel and he didn't like go up to her right away. Or if it was so much more of just like, she was stressing out about missing home and then being like, I'm going to come back here. People better make it worth my time. Probably a combo. Yeah. Probably a little bit of both. Um, I was cackling. I was honestly got packing at my apartment, and that was one of the only parts of the show that made me stop and like look at my screen, and I was laughing right along with her. Because maybe I wouldn't phrase it exactly the same way, but we all know what she's talking about. Yep. The quote unquote. I mean, I don't think having tattoos in a motorcycle, like she said, makes him a bad boy by any <laughs> um, stretch of the imagination, but. We've all done that as women. Like, you're like, oh, this is the guy that I don't know if, like, it could go the distance, but I really want to make out with him, and it feels Mm -hmm. exciting. And then here's someone that is, like, who knew the box guy? It was going to be such a little sweetheart this entire season. He's just kind of in the background being nice to everybody um, and showing interest in her, but yet we've all been there like the guy that on paper is perfect but you just don't want to be sexual with them in any capacity not because they're not attractive just it's just not there yeah um so I was going yes (laughs) I was watching it like I completely understood because we've all been there before yeah I totally agree and I I think James is interesting the box guy because he's like cute and he has been there the whole time. And every time he's, I'm like, oh, homeboy is still around. Like, I don't know how he's sneaking by. No shade at him. I just don't remember him ever really being with anyone. And then the whole, it was cute with the like stoplight sky painting thing. But like, does anyone make any of the quote unquote, like, I don't, I doubt he painted that, right? He's not sitting on a beach with his watercolors. Let's just put it that way. Um, But it doesn't mean that he didn't have like some idea of like, Oh, I want to do something special. And they kind of helped him like come up with something, but I cannot remember one rose he's given out or gotten. I I truly can't, but I'm glad he's there. I'm like, I don't know how you did this, but you are beating the odds here, buddy. Cause I can't remember one relationship he's been in. I know. And I, I know Aaron has been in a lot of relationships, a lot of drama, but I kind of feel the same way about him. Like, cause Trey was like their third amigo and he left a long time ago. So I'm so confused how both of them are still there and they're like so tight and they, they do serve they They've gotten a decent amount of screen time, whether they're mm-hmm. narrating or in fights or debriefing with each other. Um, but I'm kind of shocked. I feel like Katie's guys have really had a strong showing on this season. Yeah. It's been interesting to watch the people that have stayed around. Some of them, like you said, it just, I cannot remember how they're still there. I'm happy they are. They're providing yeah. good TV, but that's about all I can give them. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Um, I hope that Tia, I don't know if it's really going to be 
true love with either of them, but I'm happy she came back. I think she's great television, um, and I enjoyed her on the show. I just, I don't know if any of these connections are, are that strong. I mean, I'm just happy in the midst of, like, stuff that's going on with her family. She had to go on a beach and have a hot makeout session. Good for yep. her. She deserves it. She deserves it. And I really, she definitely had a, had a moment with Kenny, which was cute, but Kenny and Mari are are, are you know, as to quote Megan Fox, twin flames, um, to be able to lick sour cream off each other with the, with the chef, quote unquote, lurking in the background. I mean, everything. Sarah, it is too early to talk about that sour cream. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was very Sex in the City with Samantha and the sushi, um, which was, you know, a scripted movie. Um, but it's just, it's a lot for me, those two. But I'm happy they have each other to do that, I guess. Yeah, good on ya. And this isn't me like kink shaming, but food and sex and body parts are not my cup of tea. But seeing like very drippy, very non-fat sour cream. Let's just put it that way. There was not enough calories in that sour cream because that was like milk, and it, like in his leg hair really was unappetizing. <laughs> You're so right. I didn't even realize like, sour cream's consistency is gross either way. But you're right. It was like very like runny. That was zero fat sour cream. Maybe that's how they get those bodies. But yeah, Kenny, Kenny clearly, I mean, he's, we know he's 40. I mean, Miri also looked incredible. They're, yeah, they were naked a lot. And it's part of me is like, okay, this is a little crazy. Like it was a week ago, probably in real time, if that, that Kenny was in the boom, boom room with Demi. And I know that Miri kind of not pushed him there by any means, but she opened their relationship. So I'm not saying he did anything wrong. But to know that, and then to be like saying, I love you and licking sour cream off each other. I know it's the name of the game, but I do we usually see two boom boom row like one guy in the boom boom row with two different girls? Like I feel like I don't know if that's it might have happened, but I don't know if it's ever been like as openly discussed as it was this season. Yeah. I mean, and he was free to do it. She gave him the room to do it. But um yeah, those two are hot and heavy for each other, but that sour cream thing was not for me. <laughs> no, me either. And I mean, the, we'll get to the whipped cream in a minute when we talk about Riley and Marissa. Um, but I also think that, so I say that, and then another part of me is like, okay, they quote unquote overcame something, which on this show, it always makes me laugh when it's like, you know, we got through that together, like this minor inconvenience. But this was a little bit more like their feelings were definitely on the table. The Demi thing, the, the Tia date, like they have gone through an, an unconventional paradise path and decided to come out the other side, quote unquote, falling in love. So maybe they have some sort of a, some sort of a chance. I don't know. I hope so. I want, I want to see some of the older guys fall in love. Um, and quite frankly, they're just beautiful to watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, in my opinion, it's nice to see someone, you know, a little sexy, sexy side. I wish they'd stop playing into like Kenny being naked all the time. Yeah. I'm sure he's a lot more depth to him than like, you know, taking his underwear off. I think he's done this, what, like three times on this season already? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, every episode, Kenny's naked and like fun to watch on my end. <laughs> but uh, just for him, I'm sure he has a lot more to offer than, you know, his body, but they're very hypersexualizing him. So we'll see how it plays out. But those two are very much, like you said, like a Megan Fox, Machine Gun Kelly, Travis Barker, where they're like, they're just going to be in the corner at the party making out all the time. And we saw a different side of them this week, but in the past, I would have thought maybe Riley and Marissa would have been right next to them with their whipped cream and they can straight the, uh, trade disgusting well, substances to put all over each other. No more dairy. ABC, let the dairy go. 
<laughs> at least whipped cream is like a dessert. I still think it's disgusting, especially off your sandy toes. But um, it's, <laughs> we're going to be sick at six in the morning. Yeah. I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> I am too. I'm like God bothered in a bad way. Um, okay. Riley and Marissa though, I thought it was, it was a very funny meme. It was like, she was licking, she wasn't licking his toes last week to doubt it this week. Um, it almost felt like those conversations they were having before Riley kind of gave her what she needed, which was getting emotional should have happened like oh, two weeks ago when he went to that party and like, she kind of spiraled getting like, I think she might've just been a little tipsy and just had her like her brain going when they were at that party. But it almost felt like we never got resolution there when she was all nervous on the beach. Cause as viewers, they seem so solid. We're seeing Riley at the party, not even like do the conga line. Cause he doesn't want to disrespect right. Marissa. Um, so it almost felt like those conversations were taken from that week and they aired them this week. I obviously don't, that's a conspiracy theory, <laughs> but it was kind of confusing. It kind of came out of nowhere. They seemed so close but now maybe it's just because the end is looming and she she doesn't want to she wants to make sure it's not like some fantasy she's living both kind of make sense because i mean i've again i've never been on paradise but when you're in this environment and you're thinking there's an end date to this in real life right you can date someone for a year two years four years two months and decide to get engaged based on just how fast your natural relationship is growing but in this there's a date there's an expectation that you're either going to break up or get engaged, and we're only a couple weeks away, I could see how that would really start messing with somebody's head of like, do I know enough about him? Why, why isn't he opening up to me? And I think we saw that, whether it was kind of pieced together. But Riley crying is something I never want to see again for the rest of my life. I know. He just seems like such a good person. And he was so honest. And I mean, the tears were so, it almost was like, like, you can't get an actor to get their tears that good on this, like on a, on a, on a real, like on a movie. Like, I feel like it was so real and raw. And he was, I don't know, I just, I really like him. And I liked him a lot already. Um, And it was nice to see a different side of him because, you know, we talk about them over kind of hypersexualizing Kenny. Riley, in a similar way, I mean, we see him doing push. I mean, he's gorgeous. And I'm down to watch, but we see him every week. We see the crunching montage, we see the crunches montage, the push-ups, and to, it was nice to see the kind of a well-rounded human and a well-rounded black man at that, because that's something the show has, you know, struggled with. Yeah, absolutely. I I'll tell you a little insider thing. If I was going on Paradise, Riley would have been like number one on my list, and I feel good after watching last night. Of like. Well, I don't know about Tia, but my picker is good. This is, a, this is a sweet man. So good on Marissa, good on him, and good on for the show for actually showing depth of his character and not just that he has um, superhuman muscles. Yes, that's going to be a good feeling when you think, because I'm sure it's just not by, you know, default being in Bachelor Nation and, you know, you think about Paradise, you think you watch the contestants, you're like, oh, that guy's cute, I'd go for that. So, to have the guy maybe, like, I don't, I don't even want to like, throw anyone under the bus, but, or, like, big Brendan, like, to be like, oh, Brendan was my number one, and then watch the season and be like, oh, God, I need, I need to work <laughs> on that. <laughs> I need to go explore myself a little bit more. <laughs> and you've said before on your Instagram stories, I feel like you would have, you would have gone to Paradise, you just, you know, it didn't, you didn't get the offer. And I'm like, justice for Elise. Let's get her on Paradise. Well, maybe not. <laughs> oh, what, that mean? what does that mean? Uh, I would not be open to going on Paradise if it was like next week. We'll put it that way. Oh, so we have a connection forming. Maybe. We'll see. Oh, I can't wait Am to I watch blushing? That. It's because oh the sun's rising. That's probably what's going on. <laughs> That's it. That's on. the sun's rising. But you are moving also, right? 
yeah, I'm moving to Denver in six weeks, which is wild. <laughs> is, are you moving to Denver for love? No, I can say that honestly, no. Uh, I'm moving to Denver because I need to be able to wear sweaters and layers and be around trees and not be sweating all the time. Okay, fair. Um, in Arizona, for if you don't know. Yeah, Scottsdale is just not made for Alaskan redheads. Um, however, it might be taking me a step in the right direction. Well, oh, I love that. that. But, I mean... People think you're dating Blake, but you're not dating Blake, right? Blake and I are not dating. No, um, <laughs> he is one of my very, very close friends, but we are not dating. Fair. Um, okay, before I let you go, a few more things to talk about. Thomas and Becca. Um, we don't really see, we didn't really see a lot of them this week, but when we do see them, all over each other. Pretty, pretty tight, it seems. When I, the one thing I noticed about them is, because you'd never see them on the screen, is when they came back after the storm and everyone's kind of walking on the beach. He was carrying her like a princess. They were making out in front of everyone as he's carrying her. I'm like, what? Is, show us what is going on between these two. Yeah. I, that's it, hot and heavy. I need to know more. Thomas, I've said this on the show before. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about him. Whether what I actually feel is a whole other thing because, you know, whatever. But usually the show kind of makes it clear, like you're supposed to like this person or they're this. Thomas, I, I never really thought he was that horrible to begin with on the on um, whatever, on Katie's season because I'm like, everyone wants to be The Bachelor and he just messed up and said it to the wrong person. And he played it badly, like Katie and him. And they weren't, it wasn't going to work. I'm glad he left or whatever, but it, it seemed confusing. Then on now we have Aaron who I just, he rubs me the wrong way a little bit. So for him to be still coming so strong, on Thomas confuses me. And then you have Becca, who's kind of like very beloved, bachelorette in paradise, as they call her. Am I supposed to be rooting for them? Am I supposed to be worried for Becca that he's going to play her? Was that all over hype? Like, I don't know how to feel. <laughs> Here's the thing. I need just a conversation with them and a good music edit to tell me how I'm supposed to feel. Like, if no, they're like, doing literally great, tell me how I'm supposed to feel. give me like little butterflies and stars and stuff, and then we can move on and leave them in peace. But I have... Absolutely no idea if this is going to go horribly or if they're just doing so well that they're just minding their own business. Because even their date, their like their one-on-one -on -one date when she like first started seeing him, like, Becca did a lot of talking. She talked a lot about the show, and I think it was a way to get viewers, you know, to move on. Her and you know Garrett did break sure. up if you if you missed the memo, but we still didn't really. All of a sudden, they were just making out. Like it, it feels so like a sexual connection, which is fine, but. If, like, they get engaged or something, I'm going to be like, excuse me? Like, I, I got nothing. If they get engaged, I need a full, like, Kendall and Joe montage like they did of their relationship of just this season and what's been going on that we're not seeing. Because yeah. it would be very confusing. I also wish they, like, broke the fourth wall at the end of every season and were like, this was how many days they were actually together. I know they can't do that because they, like, get them to say weeks or whatever when they're even talking, even though we know it's been, like, a day. Um, but I would like to know, like, at the end of, like, Housewives, when they air, like, a montage and they give them, like, a recap of what they've been doing. I want a recap of what they've been doing because I heard they aren't doing a reunion, which is upsetting. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I heard. They aren't? They aren't. That's what I heard. Well, that's my favorite part. <laughs> I know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I have, maybe my information is wrong. I heard they're not. Um, but maybe they'll do something because I don't know. I think people want to know. Um, but I also just want to know like, how many days, especially because Becca, I'm confused and 
I, maybe she got there earlier than they made it seem. They just aired a lot of episodes beforehand, but I feel like she hasn't been there that long. And for her and Thomas to be so in sync is interesting to me. Yeah, he came down, in my opinion, like very reminiscent of like Josh Murray. Mm. I tweeted that during Katie's season. Did you? Mm-hmm. Um, and whether it's just like his looks, but also just kind of, he was one of those that said a lot, but didn't say anything at the same yeah. time. So I, yeah, I still don't know if I'm like, okay, well, I like Becca and if she likes him, maybe I'm supposed to like him. I'm just yeah. very confused at how I'm supposed to feel about any of it because we have no information. Yeah. And I think I go back to the Tammy stuff with Thomas too. And I think, cause it was very quick for everyone to be like, oh, Tammy's crazy. Tammy's crazy. Um, and that might be true. Maybe she was just overreacting. But another part of me thinks like, what did Thomas tell her that we didn't see? Like, was he laying on the, you know, I'm, I'm going to pick, you're going to get my rose or there's a connection here. And like, we didn't see it. And then, cause Becca showed up and they're not showing it cause they want us to root for Thomas and Becca. Like that's another one of my conspiracies. I kind of think maybe justice for Tammy, maybe Tammy was getting those, that reassurance that she, that we didn't get to see. I don't know. That's just a total guess. Hey, I'm always justice for Tammy cause I like seeing her on my screen. <laughs> yeah, she's good. Which I wanted to ask you two people who are wild on, we're wild on this show. We're from your season, I think, which was Demi and Tajwan. Yeah. What little superstars. I mean, were you like, I just. Our season sure came out with like, what, we've had two bachelorettes. We've had a Demi, which is a whole presence in and of itself. And then Taj comes on this season looking like a goddess and hysterical. Hysterical. Oh, when I get to Denver, she's going to be my first call. I, yeah, I, I want to hang out with Taj. <laughs> I really like just need her to be around. Like I, I need her somewhere on my TV screen. I don't know what we should, maybe we like put her behind the bar with Wells as like a, not a bar back. Cause she's more than that, but like something. No, but Wells as host and her as the bartender. Yeah. I, I think love it. Her. her commentary was excellent. Yeah, yeah. Our girl, our season had some breakout stars. I love to see it. It really did. I feel like, and I always go back to, I just, yeah, I feel like Colt, that was a good group of girls. And it was right before there was definitely drama and, you know, a lot happened, especially afterwards. But I feel like the seasons after with the Peter and the Matt were just like so much of like, oh my God, this is a little much with the edit. And they're kind of look coming off awful that you guys all came off pretty good. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Most of us, yeah, we got annoyed as all hell with each other because how do you not when you're, you know, around each other all the time? But we genuinely, most of us came off either like good acquaintances or formed friendships after the show. Um, but yeah, it's it's been interesting to watch the season since. But I'm proud of the girls from my season. I love, I just like seeing them win. Yeah, I think so too. I think they were great. And Demi, whether you like her or not, she's just good television. So, um, oh, absolutely. She knows she is. Yeah, you know, she's, and that's the best part, and she's the first one on Twitter to be like, oh, that was an overreaction, or I shouldn't have said that. Like, I like that she owned it so quick versus trying to defend, you know, sometimes you say mean things about people in your confessional on a reality show. That's literally your job, but to be able to be like, oh, yeah, I was fired up, or I was a little tipsy, or this or that, like, that's all you need. You don't need, like, this sob story. You, Brendan, you don't need a seven-minute Instagram video where you double down on everything you did wrong. That was, someone get that boy a PR agent, because that was a bad brad press release <laughs> yeah, who, who approved that who approved the car video i hopefully i don't know i don't think anyone um i'll let you go the sun is coming up you have to get on with your day but before i do any final predictions on who you think is going to get engaged who you think has the best chance of making it in the real world as a viewer is any insight you have what do you think is going to go down 
I have no insight, but I do have predictions. I think Riley, that that's just, that's a done deal in my opinion. And I think they've both shared like some pretty intense stuff about their like past. They obviously have a good physical connection. I just want to see them both win. So I'm kind of just selfishly hoping that it works out for them. I think that the fact that we aren't seeing Thomas and Becca and we aren't seeing Noah and, and Abigail all that much makes me concerned that it's they're setting us up for not being as emotionally invested when they break up at the end of the show or decide not to get engaged. But I think everyone that's dropped L-bombs or falling in love. Yeah, whatever the hell the difference is, by the way. I, it makes no sense. Um, just have the, you know, chutzpah to say, I love you. Um, but I, I would imagine we'll see some at least happy endings for the show. We'll see how it goes in real life. But there's potential. But I think the people that are kind of lurking in the background, um, we're not getting to see them as much because we're not supposed to be as invested. That's fair. So that would be like a Joe and Ken, uh, Joe and Joe and Kendall, Freudian slip. Joe and Serena, um, Marissa and Riley and um, Kenny and Mari would be like, I think the three who have said down on the knees. Yep. Down on knees. Yeah. I could see Thomas. I don't know the same way Josh Murray proposed to Amanda. I could see him maybe sneaking in there or doing something crazy, but for Becca and no judgment, but I mean, she's been engaged on this show before. That would be tough to, to maybe. Twice. Oh, right. Oh my God. Ari. Yeah. I kind of hope for Becca's sake, um, just to, to allow her the, like the grace of like, if they really do like each other and are seeking out a relationship outside of this, that they don't get engaged yeah. so that she can maintain some semblance of privacy while she tries to figure out a relationship because two public engagements going to shit is hard enough. We don't need to add a third one. And maybe, you know what, maybe for the third engagement, she should get, the guy should have to buy a ring, you know, like she's had, not that Neil Lane diamonds aren't great, not yet. but you know. Get your own ring. Yeah, she needs, she needs a real ring, like, sorry get her, Neil. Get her an anklet, I don't care. Let's yeah. just see Becca live her happily ever after with whoever the heck it is, because she deserves it, but yeah, I don't want to see her get proposed to this, this okay. soon again, um, just for her own emotional well-being. <laughs> I totally agree. And I think Abigail and Noah, I think also same thing, crash and burn. I think there's going to be a lot of unanswered questions about that's going to be one of the ones where we're going to have to listen to all the podcasts and figure out what we missed because they're not showing us. And I don't think they're going to last either. Elise, thank you so much. I love talking to you. I'm sure you'll be back if you want to. Are you excited for Michelle season? Are you going to be watching? Yeah, that promo was so good. Yeah, it was good. And someone, I don't play basketball, but get me that hoop. <laughs> that- I know. That's what I want. Instead of the engagement ring, go get me that diamond basketball hoop and I'll just wear it around like a choker. Yes. Yeah, she um, looked, she so looked cool. incredible. Yeah. Incredible. So I'm thrilled to watch her. I'm also thrilled because I don't know her at all. Mm-hmm. So I finally feel like I get to watch a season just as a fan and not a friend of someone anymore or an acquaintance. I don't know any of the guys. I don't know her at all. So I get to kind of retire from pretending I don't know what's going to happen on a season. <laughs> oh, okay, good. So then you definitely have to come back so we can get real authentic because, you know, it's yeah. hard to balance the Bachelor Nation of it all. Yep, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much and have an amazing rest of your day. Everyone follow Elise on Instagram. Follow her journey to Denver. I can't wait to watch that. Six weeks. Thank you so much for having me. 
Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about this podcast and come back every week for more Bachelor breakdowns. Thank you.